Welcome back. This is the Muster on a Monday afternoon. Uh, music is Maroon 5. Really interesting group. When they first came out, it was more of a poppy sound, but they've gone to a really laid-back approach over the last album or two as well. But, um, yeah, definitely lasting the test of time. It's interesting how music works the way it does. Yet in another five years, it'll be called retro or something silly like that, such as the cycle of music these days. Um, one man who probably listens to a bit of music every now and then, just to chill out, is Senior Sergeant Gary Yiddington of the Gore Police. G'day, Gary. How's things? Good morning, Andy, and good morning to all the community. Very good, thank you. Duck shooting over the weekend. Now, we do hear about the odd instance go on of the odd mishap occurring, but in general, it sounds as though everything went pretty good in the Mai Mai's. Yep, I mean, overall, the ones that we had a joint um, operation with Fishing Game, and um, overall, um, yep, it's been really, really good, and it's good to see responsibilities, and, and we've had a few incidents, so, so obviously in the media and currently under investigation, which we can't comment on at the moment. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, otherwise, very, very good. So you say you're collaborating with Fish and Game, so you're just going onto properties and just going into my Mai and generally just checking up on things, I suppose. Is that right? Just working in together? Yeah, it's more around sort of building up trust and confidence and ensuring that the um, everyone's been responsible around sort of firearms, uh, alcohol, and, um, as I say, and just trying to... Prevent an education, really. How many Mai Mai's would you say you're going over the weekend when you're doing these visits, Gary? Um, I wouldn't know the exact number, but probably between 8 and 10 at least. Probably more, but yeah. uh, very spaced out. It's obviously, being a very rural big area, you have to pick and choose where you can get. But obviously, everything, like you say, you're pretty happy with the response overall just of what of the people visited. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's good because it is such an institution and we do make a big song and dance about it, especially down here in the south because it is just that opportunity for everyone to get together and just have a catch-up, like, even if it's just once a year, but it's important we do these things, isn't it? Yeah, I think for everyone's like mental health, the current environment, what's going off around the world, um, I think it's great that people just, you know, have a good time together, they being responsible still, but um, and true and fat sort of thing and just, you know, not talking about words, just talking to yeah. each other and, and sort of sharing issues and solving issues sort of thing. <laughs> it happens more often than not. Um, drink driving, what's been happening there? Apparently it's still still a wee bit of it happening. Yep, we've still got the odd, um, I don't know how you would describe it, but uh, we're still getting uh, irresponsible drivers that are pushing the boundaries. We had one um, person last week who was caught last Friday at half seven in the morning, blew um, over a thousand, which is very, very high. And um, half seven in the morning is just any time, really. But the traffic build up, people go to school, there's so much dangers and risks involved. What we're saying to people is if you have a drink the night before, you know, be, if you've had a lot, then just don't drive the next day. It's, you just, you, you'll still be over the limit, I guess. And uh, if you're under 20, then you shouldn't be drinking at all. First drink driving numbers, Gary, have we seen a decline over the last couple of months? Uh, I wouldn't say a decline per se. It's been steady. Um, and that's it's just people taking unnecessary risks. And, again, it's only a minority that ruins it for the majority, but one's too many. Well, while we're talking about vehicles, you want to comment on theft as well. Just a reminder... You can't be too blasé in this day and age about leaving a car unlocked, just shooting out for half an hour or something, can you? No, like I said in the past, in the ideal world, you should be able to leave everything unlocked, but times have changed. In the last uh, probably few weeks, up until including over the weekend, we've had a couple of vehicles uh, broken into, and um, 
you know, they're taking speed detectors or radars, um, breaking windows. It's got a knock-on effect with insurance. Um, also, the fact that someone's been onto your driveway or around your house. And, you know, stealing stuff that might be sentimental as well. So what we're asking people is to is lock your vehicle, secure them where you can, and hide or take things out that are valuable, mean something here. Um, and if anyone sees anything sort of um, suspicious or um, anyone acting around like vehicles, then just don't hesitate to ring it in. We're still having the odd occasion where people ring in after the fact. And obviously for us, if we've watched that form, we want to catch them at the time. And they're very brazen, these thieves, aren't they? They'll go through, they might just knock on doors and just have a vest on of the like, and if you've got any doubt at all, just get in touch with the police because it happens more often than not. Absolutely. I mean, you can always ring crime stoppers. You can ring 111 if it's urgent, 105. Yeah, we want to know. It's, as I say, it fits a part of the jigsaw for us. It might be small and minor to the members of the public and the community, but to us it actually could be that part that just fits it all together and we can catch them. Just finally, mate, it's just a further reminder as well about locking things up, especially on farm. We go on about this more often than not, but I don't think we can overstate it, is the fact that um, the more often you leave keys in there, thieves are going to find them, you leave them under a mat or whatever. It's just um, stating the obvious. It's an invitation almost, isn't it? Absolutely, and not a time when, people, when you have a car key, you have a house key on, and so you're asking for trouble there, because then you have to change all your house keys, you know, and people are watching, you know, so... If you, you know, look at CCV, putting some signs up, prevention, making it harder for them, and just don't take things for granted. And that's both in the community as well as the rural as well. Senior Sergeant Gary Edinson of the Gore Police. Just finally as well, I want to think about it. How's it going in the new digs down the road there? Yeah, we're, um, we're settling in quite well now. And um, obviously be here for the foreseeable future. And um, until we've got such time that the uh, new station is sorted. And um, what we're saying to people is we're still open. If we are shut sometimes, you know, just it's too, yeah, sometimes we have sickness and various things, but we're open 24-7. Know where we are. Don't hesitate to come, call, come in and see us or call us. Appreciate your time as always, Gary. Thank you very much, and thanks to the community as well. Thank you. Senior Sergeant Gary Eden of the Gore Police. Tell you what's a really great idea if you need somewhere to leave keys. Get in a lockbox. Go and put it somewhere secure, and it's your code there. These things are pretty much indestructible, so there are avenues rather than leaving a key under a doormat, which is just inviting in the obvious. So uh, just something to think about if you're looking at security at home too. To finish off for a Monday afternoon, we're going to catch up with Dills and Dooley World. His name is Ben Dooley. Farm's just out of Wyndham, sheep and beef farmer. Dooley.